Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Fourth episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. I am a hard man with harder opinions, Andrew, and with me is my brother, the stupid awesome analyst, Jonathan. Hi. And we have with us the anime noob, Christine. Hello. Uh, we have the fangirl, Victoria. Hi. And some guy named James. Hello. I totally because of course, they could see that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> makes good, good radio. radio. Yeah, good radio. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us on the uh, on the airwaves, of course, we have Evan, King Baby Duck Evan from the Boston Master Brigade. So I have a question. How much longer until Christine is no longer the anime news? I was oh, no. just thinking that, like... No, 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 no. That's, that will be her nickname forever until, well, unless we find somebody worse. Listen, even at the movie last night, I fell asleep, so I'm, I'm still the noob. <laughs> yes, we went to go see uh, Mamoru Hosoda's The Boy and the Beast yesterday. Yes. So uh, that's a topic for another time, though. Is it? I don't know. It, it might be a topic for, um, for Evan's podcast. Yeah, you might hear it on No Borders No Race, folks, so uh, stay tuned to that. There's oh. lots of mixed reviews. We liked it, and, and there were things that we did not like about it, but Mamoru Hosoda remains our favorite. This is this is for... Undeniably. Undeniably. Yeah, Undeniably. absolutely. I can't help to say that it disappointed me a little bit, though. Yeah. And we may or may not have some bigger news from... Um, yeah, for, for, for all who don't know, actually, uh, James is in Florida with Victoria right now. And now, why is that? It's because he uh, he has, still hasn't paid me back for my Deadpool ticket, and I'm gonna kneecap him <laughs> when I see him. <laughs> so so he's hiding out and running away. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. people in Florida, James. You cannot hide from me. That thirteen dollars is mine. <laughs> why uh, why are you in Florida, James? Uh, because I proposed to the lovely Victoria over here. Yay! Congratulations, you guys. You have a story to tell. Congratulations. I do. Uh, I do have a story to tell. So the entire project was a video, uh, which I, I kind of filmed first person. Um, and essentially the way the video was supposed to work was on the day of the third, uh, Victoria was to receive the video and it was supposed to be kind of like a real time thing where, you know, I'm making the trip down from Massachusetts 
to Florida. See, hang on. So I expected to pick him up from the airport at about 6.40 on the 3rd. So I had no idea what the heck was happening. And apparently, my lovely roommates hid him in my own freaking apartment for two days. And I didn't know. How? How? I I don't know. Because closets have enough space for one James. (laughs) Nah! Are you Uh, serious? No, yes. he was in a closet for three no, days. No, he was not. No, he was not in a closet. He's an idiot. No, if you, um, my apartment, there's like, I'm on one half of the apartment, and the other half is my best friend Josh and James's friend Lowell, and so they kind of hid him back and forth between their rooms, and I was tricked into doing different things that I know. Like, there's one point that Josh yelled at me because he wanted me to start watching Madoka Magica, which I did, and like we're sitting in my room, and he's keeping my door shut, and like, I didn't even realize it. I'm like, what? And he he would not leave the door open. Apparently, while he was doing that, it was one of the times you were in the apartment trying to hide something from me. And then my friends got him into Universal to go tape things. And I'm like, what's what's going on, guys? Yeah, so for the plan to work, essentially, I would have needed a day to film me walking up to the park and then have a film to kind of compile the video and put everything together. So I had to show up a day early. Two uh, days. Two days, two days early. early. They also dragged my butt to Steak and Shake at like 12 in the morning like midnight because I was exhausted and I'm like falling asleep at the table and Josh felt so bad but he really wanted steak and shake and I'm like falling asleep on the table I'm like it's okay I'm okay with that apparently they were picking him up at the airport while I was at steak and shake and Aww. hiding him and I'm like you guys are horrible I was exhausted yeah, and then probably the best part of the whole story was when the proposal happened and Victoria was watching the finished video and walking out of the Hogwarts castle I had through the grace of Universal, been allowed to wear Gryffindor robes. So while she was in her work clothes of Hufflepuff robes, I came around the corner in my Gryffindor robes. And See, I was up, yeah. I was at work, and I'm, at the, I'm in my position, and one of the guys comes up, he's like, hey, um, I want to talk to you, which is one of my supervisors. And I was like, oh, no, what I do? I'm like, oh, crap, I'm in trouble. What did I do? I, I, am, I, am I points in trouble? What's going on? And I'm like, crap. So I go downstairs, and Josh is waiting for me, and he's like, oh, hey, there's, like, a birthday party outside, and we need another Hufflepuff, and I told him I had to have you. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, that's that's cool. And, like, he grabs my robe in the cabinet, because it's really hot, because we're in Florida, and he's like, put your robe on. I'm like, uh, okay, and he takes off my name tag, and I'm like, what the heck is happening? And then he hands me the video and the headphones and he's like just watch this and James's face is in the beginning of the video and I'm just like oh my god no he's not here <laughs> and um, my friends also got behind me videotaping me and I'm like oh my god oh no <laughs> we walk out front but like we're walking kind of fast because it's not a long distance so Josh is like slowly taking me for it and like we'd stop a little bit watch the video walk a little bit more stop a little bit and the whole time I'm just bawling my eyes out because I know what's around the corner you but know exactly what's happening I'm like oh <laughs> Oh my god no he's not we get around the corner and like josh had somehow managed to get a, like a good portion of my friends from work outside um and then james is there in full gryffindor uniform i'm like what the heck how did that happen i go to school here it's you know and on top of that anyone who knows james knows he can't handle heat very well and I was, that's why I was shocked because he's in like... I suffered for you. For our uniform. We have, we have long pants, a button-up shirt, a sweater vest, a wool sweater vest, a, um, a tie, and a lovely set of robes. And he was in all of it. It was hot. <laughs> so, James. Uh, oh, it James. was so good, though. Yeah. Yeah. James. James. How many points did you score for Gryffindor? Ah, uh, 250. <laughs> 
Um, Just enough to steal the house cup. Oh, God. <laughs> but my, my friends had, like, cleared out the courtyard and everything in front of the castle and, like, had people stand back. Like, everything except that's one woman standing in the picture of, like, the proposal picture. Yeah. But it was it was amazing, well, and I cried, and I'm, I'm still <laughs> mad at him for somehow sneaking behind my back in my apartment for two days and lied um, to me. He lied to me. I called him from work every day, like, on my I way home. And I picked up while I was at her apartment. Yeah, and then he's like... <laughs> He's like, I'm hanging out with Jeff, you know, we're just like, we're, I've, got a, I've got a thing with the 501st today, and like, telling me all these plans he has, and he's in my freaking apartment, lying to me the, the whole next time. Room. And like, he waited until he could hear me coming up the stairs and talking, and then he'd be like, hey, I gotta go, like, I'm doing this thing. He never did that before, and I never put it together. And I'm just like, oh, okay, like, alright, bye. And, like, the day before, I'm sitting out there, and our friend Rio, who does hair, like, for a living, is doing my hair, and I'm talking about how I'm all excited for James to meet my friends, who he's apparently already met, like, a week ago, or, like, two days ago. They're nice guys, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy so, and pissed. Good. <laughs> So, Good at hiding bodies. So, um, yeah. so uh, are these videos going to be available for the public to see? or Yes, absolutely. Like... I, I, oh, no, I, he's going to put them out there. I pretty he? much have them on my phone right now. And, well, as we all know, taking videos from your phone and putting them online requires a computer. No, we all know Jane's putting anything on Facebook and actually using Facebook. It takes a lot of effort. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like we need to somehow link this video to, uh, oh, God. to our, to our uh, <laughs> Wicked Anime fans. Because uh, the post we made on Facebook uh, got a pretty pretty solid response. Yeah, I think you guys everybody. have somewhere around Yay. 20 likes. Damn. <laughs> um, just, 20 just... is way more than 19. And yeah, like, oh, I mean, it, my ring is really pretty. <laughs> well, I'm constantly, we're walking and like I'm just looking at it all the time. Like he, like I knew it was coming, so I had to get my nails done because James had been planning on calling it Orlando White Thunder forever because he had to give it a code name for some reason. Why he didn't go with Orlando White Lightning, which would have spelled owl, I don't know, but he's just whatever. Because I'm Thor, god of thunder. Come on, lightning would have made an owl. <laughs> Not I'm god of awesome. lightning. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So eventually, right. you talk about anime on this podcast. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this thing, yeah, yeah, called anime. <laughs> but we did, but we did have that exciting news to share with all the fans, and I believe all the fans appreciate the story as well. Yeah, congratulations. We are very Thank happy. you. And and we all say it's about time. Yeah. yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah. So and as everybody will know, this is the second week of Con Month. It's Con Month. Yeah. yeah. I just got my wigs for my cosplay in the mail today, so I'm happy. Ooh. Oh Yesterday. How, yes. does, how does a cos or a, a wig stand up going through the mail? It's in a bag wrapped in like a netting and then everything else. And unfortunately, because I'm I'm doing rose quartz, it's two wigs because I'm going to be combining wigs because her hair is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot of hair in a bag. Yeah. So um, so for those uh, maybe you're joining us for the first time uh, ever or you know you're continuing your adventure through Con Month with us. Con Month is the month before all of us in the same room together. Uh, head to Anime Boston. Anime Boston is our home con, and so every time our home con comes around, we like to celebrate it by talking about convention anything. Yeah, it's also during the mm-hmm. beginning of con season. There's Pretty so much, there's yeah. so many cons going on during this time because there's a lot of vacations coming up and all that yada 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 you heard before. So so specifically, we choose Anime Boston because that is our home con- uh, home convention. But everybody can relate to the stories we tell because we like talking about conventions in general. Con month. And today we will be talking about the topics, uh, the dominant animes per year. So like every year you go to an anime convention, there's a dominant 
uh, costume or a dominant show that everybody is cosplaying and everybody's talking about. We're going to be talking about what that's like and what the years were that we saw. And it'll be a nice nostalgia bomb tri uh, trip. Yeah, and then the also uh, there's we're going to talk about being press. So yes, yeah, so uh, not many experiences press. Yeah, not many people yes. know the experience of being press. Uh, we promise it's not boring. Uh, we'll we'll get we'll send you cool stories and tell you the cool stories that you know about, and um, it'll be a good time. So uh, why don't we kick that off? Let's jump right into it. Yeah, let's start off with the uh, first topic that we're going to be talking about: dominant animes at cons. Okay, uh, easily one of the most uh, it's 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 funny how prominent the dominant animes are because they're also the most annoying. Well, sometimes. <laughs> it's true. So, um, yeah. Because yeah. um, I remember our, uh, the first year that Jonathan and I attended Anime Boston was 2008. It was Bleach. Bleach was... And, and it was like this weird war between the Bleach and the Naruto fans. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Many people because, died. Yeah, because people were... It was also the year that... that, uh, that um, Death Note was popular, so everybody was yeah. Death Note this is too. Yeah, this is very true. Yeah. Because, you know what? I mean, Broadswell was a guest, and it was English dubbed and everything like that. And you know what? I also recall it being One Piece versus Naruto as well, because there was always the pirates versus ninjas sort of thing that was happening. That's still a thing. Direction. That is still that, a thing. <laughs> it's not as big of a thing as it was. No, you're not like, going to see about 200 ninjas blown, anymore. It was hardcore blown, like, in 2008 and 2009. Then I noticed that around 2010, it started to die down. That was definitely our, like, introduction to it. I mean, it was funny, too, because that was our introduction, one of our introductions to anime, like, our really early on, like, when we, Jonathan and I were first starting to get into it, it was Bleach, so when we went to the convention, it was really interesting. It was like, wow, everybody's cosplaying Bleach. Um, so it was, that was fun, but uh, as the years went on, there was a lot of... Uh, so, uh, Victoria, actually, Victoria and James, you guys were at Anime Boston 2009, 2010, and 2011, which Jonathan, no, uh, I'm sorry, 2009, 2010, Jonathan and I were at 2011, but um, but those two, we were missing for those two years because we were away at college. What would you guys say were 2009 and 2010 that you guys saw as like the really big hitters? Oh, that was a long to... time yeah, ago. Yeah. Um... <laughs> well, I remember in 2009, you guys cosplayed as an Avatar The Last Airbender thing, so was that a, the dominant? Um, it wasn't as popular, because we, we always ended up doing things, like, the year before it got big. Ended up not sounding cosplay hipster, but, um, <laughs> oddly, we had everyone but Aang in that group. That was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> you even chose Ko the Face Stealer over Aang. We did. Group. We, Ko the Face, Ko was awesome, though. He was my baby. Was. Like, you Ko guys, was um, awesome. Yeah, there's like there's video footage of you guys. If you if you guys go to YouTube and type in people's walkthroughs of Anime Boss in 2009, and you see a giant cosplay like with a thousand little legs walking underneath it of Ko the Face Eater, um, that the would face, be face us. Stealer. That would that that is them. That is our early pre Wicked Anime Crew days. Yep. <laughs> I designed that thing to blink, and it was awesome. Isn't it still in your basement? <laughs> it's still in my basement. <laughs> and we and you don't go there anymore <laughs> because it is down there. Yeah, it, I just kind of conceded the boiler room to it. I'm trying to I'm trying to think though. I feel like I mean it's really awkward. Like people come into my house like in full garb, and they're like, "We're here to slay the beast," and I'm just like, "Okay, it's down the basement." <laughs> I, I feel like it's gaining power. Uh, I, I just, just, they just don't come eating all it. the souls of everyone. Because they, yeah, they don't come back up. No, they don't. <laughs> Which is fine. I honestly want to say it was a lot of Vocaloids that year. Oh, really? I feel like that was the year that there was a whole lot of Vocaloids. Vocaloid like, cosplay is so cute. It really is. It is. 
There was like a couple in downtown Disney Springs a couple days ago, and I was like, "What?" But um, <laughs> I want to—I want to say it was—I think it was mostly Vocaloids and video games that year. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because like, well, because I think it was a lot of Smash Brother. Yep. Uh, yeah, I want to—I yep. want to say that was 2009. You didn't prepare me that you were going to ask this question, and I'm like, "What?" Yeah, back, like, <laughs> I don't remember this oh shit. God. You've they known the question for like a together. month. Well, uh, well, Evan, were you at 2009 or 2010? Yes, I was at 2009, 2010. The only year I wasn't there was 2012 because remember that's when PAX East and AB was on the same weekend. Oh my god, oh right. god that war. You know what? I would say there was a lot more Full Metal Alchemist stuff during 2009 because it was during the time when Brotherhood was just starting up again. Oh yeah, but there were a lot I, of people in that in the uniform. Yes, I would say more in 2010, especially because with J. Michael Tatum being there as true. one of the guests, and with That's him true. playing Scar at the time. Because oh, I remember there was a year when there were a lot of people in the, the military uniform from Full Metal Alchemist, and yeah. it might have been that year, yeah. I feel like 2010 was Kingdom Hearts, though. Well, you see, I I feel like Kingdom Hearts has always been at Anime Boston since, since you know, Kingdom Hearts was... It's, that is true. There's a fair amount of Kingdom Hearts. That has a really dedicated fan base. My favorite was the was still the Bruins Keyblade holder. He, he was dressed <laughs> like God. Full, in full Bruins garb, and he made his own custom Keyblade that was all Bruins stuff, and it was fantastic. Yeah, I, we... we ah, yeah. Ah, I'm pretty sure that's the year we myself. met. I think that's the year we met um, Duct Tape Sora too. Duct point. Tape Sora, yeah. that's funny. I don't know that guy's we met, name. We met him on the train. Yeah, yeah. we did. <laughs> Still don't know that guy's name. Yeah, you guys don't know his name. <laughs> Duct Tape Sora is his name. What are you I'm talking just about? Go ahead and throw out Mike. That's his legal name now. Duct yeah, like, Tape Sora on his, on his birth certificate and everything. It and like, should be. Was, like, my was, parents gave me very slim options for, yeah, for achievement like, in the future. <laughs> It was his only option. <laughs> it's like, this is what I do now. I remember the year that Hitalia became popular. Oh. Yeah, that's when it went all downhill. Not, yeah. and that's a joke, but not really. <laughs> that fandom is one of those fandoms where uh, it kind of seem, it seemingly can get out of control at a convention. Like, I remember like the Hitalia conga lines, which are incredibly annoying. Um, that gets yeah. more out of control outside of the conventions, because I yeah, remember... Yeah, remember when they went through all the, like, the stores and did that? Yeah, yeah, they brought the Parade of Nation conga line through yeah, clothing through stores. retail stores. And it's like the Prudential are, Center. People are working here, you know? Like, yeah. You can't just do that. You were throwing off their customer purchase ratio. Yes. Like. <laughs> oh, they hated us. Yeah, well, I, I can't imagine. I mean, well, I mean, you know, if you want to bring up Natalia going outside of the con, you, you have <laughs> no. to bring up the story. The, Greg, the Greg Ayers is yeah. not story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty... Uh, that was just dumb. Pretty crazy. Hey, so, you know what would be funny? If we all dressed up like Germany and went to the Holocaust Memorial in Boston. Oh, God. So, uh, for those of you what? who don't know... There was not one person that was like, I think that's a bad idea. So, for those of you who don't know, Christine's sitting here in shock. She hadn't heard the story before. Um, <gasps> there's, oh, Christine. For those of you who don't know, in, in Boston, there is a Holocaust Memorial... One year, Natalia cosplayers thought it would be a great idea. Like, wow, guys, I have such a fantastic idea, and nobody was just like, "There's no way they didn't know." Yeah, like I, but it, but still, like, who? There's not one person there who was like, eh, I, I'm, "I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna go with you guys. It's, it's fine. I'm, I'm gonna set this one out." Yeah, and so Germany, uh, co Germany cosplayers took pictures out in front of the Holocaust Museum, and a lot of people uh, seemingly got very upset. But why? Uh, <laughs> Wasn't there like a bar right across the street that everyone just came out like, oh, yep. no. yeah, 
Yeah, and um, I believe they were also saluting too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, their picture was them saluting, I believe. Yep. That and that is I'm I'm surprised nobody died. Honestly, yeah, I, I, I honestly am. I mean, thank goodness nobody died because it was just kids having fun. But I mean, this is when you really have to start to think that you really have to maintain your composure of what the real world is like outside of a convention. Yeah, you're mm -hmm. having fun. Yeah, you're pretending. But do not bring that sort of thing outside. You know, it's so. Um, that goes for everybody. I'm not just speaking to yeah. This is not just a... in general. I'm speaking to everybody because even inside the cons, I've read stories of of people who are saying like, you know, a character runs up to another cosplayed character and says, "This is for spoiler, spoiler, spoiler," and then gets punched in the face. Yes. Some people are just yeah. talk about talking about dominant cosplay. Ah, <laughs> I am the alpha I cosplayer. The, I am the alpha male. Um, <laughs> so going back to the topic on hand, um, I do remember. What this is? This is not topic. <laughs> uh, I do remember uh, that Jonathan and I went back to Anime Boston in 2012, uh, and that was our first year as Wicked Anime. Uh, I mean. Oh my god, that was 2000. The Hitalia incident was 2010. Was it really? Yeah, that's what everything online really? says. Really? Yeah. So, that's, so that had to be... Oh, you so know Hitalia what? So Hitalia was 2010. Now, so then now that I think about it, I think I'm thinking of 2011. So in 2011, I remember because me and Dylan were watching Netflix one day in Florida. And we decided to watch Black Butler. That was when it was really, really popular. Yep. So... 2011 was dubbed Black Butler Con because at like 50%, maybe more than 50% of the convention was Black Butler cosplay. Well, it, was, it also had to do with uh, Brina Palancia being there since she was the voice of CL. But I had her sign my Tamama plushie because I couldn't care less about Black <laughs> Butler. <laughs> I, I, I liked her as CL, but, you know, she is Tamama. She made the Sergeant Frog dub amazing. So I do remember uh, Black Butler being huge as far as cosplay goes, and it's still really huge as far as cosplay goes. There's so many Black Butler. It's, it's interesting because you usually see the dominant cosplay stay within the crowd. Yeah. You know, it always... Yeah. It uh, kind of mashes together and melds with all the other ones. Yeah, so they're just... always present. So after it becomes a dominant anime, it stays present within the mesh of all the other ones. Victor um, Victoria, I don't know if you've ever... Have you ever participated in a dominant cosplay? Not really. Everything we've done is usually what... Like, it's not the main thing. Um, yeah, last year, usually... you were part of a Steven, uh, the Steven Universe. It wasn't the dominant one, though. I'd say, I'd say it was up there. I yeah, a lot of Steven Universe is definitely getting... Uh, I think this year, uh, this year at Anime Boston... If it Boston, is, then I this think, year I'll be part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. this year Steven Universe will be even more popular than it was last year. I want to see a bunch of Kylo Ren's and Han Solo's playing cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, oh my god, that, that'd there, be adorable! <laughs> yeah, there's gonna, there's gonna be a lot of uh, Star Wars cosplay this year. Yeah, there are. I wouldn't be surprised if Pokemon's a big one this year. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, Where's the 20th too. anniversary? Yes. Like, it's, actually, it's the anniversary. It's going to be busy. And I'm actually very excited about that. Maybe Manstey will come back. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> not fat. No, no, no. Not man, Misty. <laughs> you can't say it three times. You'll summon him. <laughs> no. But, uh, Christine, also, looks like there's a panel or um, a group right now for Gravity Falls cosplayers for this year. Oh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> um, there's a... Uh, there's a really good chance that there's going to be a bunch of Food Wars cosplayers, too. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I don't feel... I, I, I'm not feeling that for as cosplayers. There's going to be some, but it's not going to be dominant. 
for sure. I know for a fact mm-hmm. there's there's going to be some because I've already seen people posting in like the Anime Boston social on Facebook uh-huh. that people are like Food Wars, yay! Okay, so what does everybody else think that a dominant cosplay this year specifically? Yeah, what for do you 2016? I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm the guess, Anime Boston forum. I'm guessing One Punch yeah. Man. That is my guess as well. I think there are going to be so many people shaving their heads to play Saito <laughs> that you might I mean, have a have... JoJo Bizarre Adventures gathering going, boys. Oh, heck yeah, we will. So, so far, there's poses. 31 replies to that conversation. Good. So many poses. Yeah. Like, that's the easiest thing. Like, everybody do a pose. Yay! Well, there's a there's a voice bro. actor coming from for that show. There is? Um, the Japanese one. Oh, the Japanese. Ooh, yeah. Uh, wait, it was Jotaro, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know your show. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, I don't know either. <laughs> I love you guys. I don't know your shit. <laughs> or our anime. Yep. <laughs> da, 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 da. Wow, that was a poop joke. <laughs> wow, this one has seventy-seven replies to it, and it's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> so it yes. could very much be JoJo's. <laughs> oh my god! All right, well, all right. I'm, I'm, this one might actually um, make you even more excited because one of the voice actors from Japan, Toshio Furukawa, played Shin in Fist of the North Star. Ah, uh, yeah, wow. Oh, that's wow. what I was that's what I was thinking, not JoJo, sorry, my brain. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm you got sorry. close. You, you had like a 50-50 shot, Victoria. You <laughs> <That's true. laughs> oh, dude, 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 dude. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Another big one. Masao Moruyama, the founder of Madhouse Animation. Oh my gosh. My favorite animation studio in Ooh, Japan. Ooh, he produced Cardcaptor Sakura. Sorry, that's my girliness showing. Yeah. Um, I no, love Cardcaptor. Like, Don't bash me. Hey, it was one of my first animes. It's, so it's just like '90s adolescent. Uh, you know. Exactly. We about you mean when we were, we were, were adolescents in the '90s? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Don Machi. Is it? Uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in a in a dungeon? I will well, be was, so happy with a lot of Hestia cosplay. I will be very happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there's a, if there are Hestias walking around, that's going to be an interesting anime, Boston. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Heftia amount of Hestia. <laughs> oh! Thank you for joining us for the Wicked Anime Podcast, everybody. Oh God! We'll see you next month. <laughs> All right. I, I, here's a question: because sometimes, sometimes at Anime Boston, I come across a lot of music-based cosplaying. You see a lot of Daft Punks. You see a lot of Dead Mouses. Do you think you might see any lights. other like people cosplaying as other bands and such this year at Anime Boston? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Miku. <laughs> well, you yeah. think so? Yeah, Maybe. guaranteed. Yeah. Could it could it be that it's finally time for Vocaloid to show its face <laughs> in the <laughs> public? But I was, but you know, there know. some people like to dress up as the characters. I mean, I Andrew, I know I showed you the picture of the band at. I showed you yesterday the band Ghost. I wouldn't yeah, be Ghost. too surprised if we see a couple people or a couple, like at least one or two groups dressed up as this band. Yeah, all two of us will know who they are. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. We also have to consider the theme in Anime Boston which this year, which is sports. 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 Oh, yeah. So Free we have to IQ. consider that people are going to be going probably as like, you know, a team th- of five from the same cosplay. There's going to be a lot of shirtless people. Um, okay, so I'm gonna change my answer from One Punch Man to Haikyuu. Yeah, yep. yeah. I'm expecting a lot of free. I'm expecting a lot of people to kind of you know 
go with a group and be from one anime and try and be a team of like five or something like that. Like all wearing, you know, like jerseys or something like that. And, and then I, there's the one guy who goes by himself because he's cosplaying the Prince of Tennis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be really excited this year to see Mario Tennis or something like that. That would be kind of great, though. Hilarious. Like, if they're just running around with tennis rackets. Hello. So many, so many Warriors. Yeah, so Waluigi's. I like to go to parties. <laughs> it was, um, we, we did that interview, that interview with the uh, the Waluigi uh, last thing, and he ended off as like, well, uh, and and if there's anything else, there's always tennis. There's always tennis. There's always tennis. And then our buddy Phil just <laughs> goes on a rant about. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even a real Mario character. He's not even a real Nintendo character. Yeah. So in the spirit of 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 sports anyways, and Victoria, you were saying free is going to be pretty dominant there. Uh, there are a, quite a few people who go to cons who are absolutely ripped. Like they live to cosplay these these muscular characters. I, I don't know. Is there that many people who go to anime cons who could dress up as, like, the characters from Free and, like, freely walk around? There will there? be enough okay. of them. You don't have to be buff and everything to cosplay a buff character. Half the time, well, it's going to be these scrawny-ass teens with no shirts on that well, don't look anything like it. It's just most likely going to happen. I'm just saying that the point of Free were, were dem muscles. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. They all I mean, look like Michael it's Phelps. It's true, they have muscles. I mean, damn. But <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I am a free fan girl. I'll admit it. But <laughs> there's a uh, there's a lot of girls that cosplay the free characters as yeah. well. And I'm honestly wear, expecting a ton of of uh, crossplay, like a ton. Yeah, as there is every year. I'm still going to be counting the the um, ninjas. That's what I always do. Um. Well, it's really sure hard be... though. I always come out to zero. <laughs> oh, uh, I get it. I get it. They're ninjas. You can't see ninjas, because you can't see ninjas. So. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> oh, like, okay. I, I like mouth to him. I don't get it. What's going on? It's okay, I had the same facial expression. They just didn't see it. <laughs> okay, thank you, Christine. I'm starting on my dad jokes expression. now. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah. Oh. Thank you for joining us. For You're the engaged. Podcast. We're not. <laughs> not this is our last episode. Yeah. <laughs> You bring back James once and he kills the whole podcast. Yeah, there you go. Good job. <laughs> so that, uh, I, yeah, uh, that's, we just named a whole bunch of animes that could possibly be the, the number one, but I think we should do like final decisions this year at all conventions, uh, because yes, this anime or this anime Boston is sports related, but not every convention around the nation is going to be sports related. So across like anime conventions as a whole what do we think is going to be the dominant cosplay let's just do round robin what we think is deadpool be... <laughs> is i that... win i win it's true though yeah projections are saying uh, deadpool i'm gonna guess tokyo ghoul really because i was heard... on tokyo ghoul last year i've heard more people i've everyone i talked to at work that i didn't know watches anime i've really watched tokyo ghoul and like everyone i know around here is like Tokyo Ghoul. So I'm gonna say that one. Non non sports related One Punch Man, definitely. Yeah. Okay, One Punch Man. Victoria says Tokyo Ghoul. I'm gonna go with One Punch Man as well. You're gonna go with One Punch Man, uh, James? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Deadpool. It's a Zentai suit. It's super easy to get your hands on. <laughs> I'd love to see Deadpool as everything, like just every single character. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's it, kind I, of every. Year. I think it. 
if there's at least one Deadpool who's riding a cardboard Zamboni, that'll be the win. Yeah. Yes. yes. It's, tr- it's true. That it's was true. that was most certainly the funniest part in the movie. That was the. You're gonna get killed by a Zamboni. You're gonna get killed by a Zamboni. In case anybody cares, I think it's gonna be the Disney princesses. <laughs> See, I don't understand why there's so like, and coming from me of all people, I don't get why the Disney princesses show up at so many Disney con- or cons that aren't even Disney related. I just don't. That's well, there's a, there's most certainly a lot of Rapunzel. A Rapunzel. Well. And, uh, I show up I see Belle more than anything. Thor is an anime. <laughs> this is that's that's true. I that's true. I yeah. still don't know why you do it, but you do it. <laughs> Thor Thor is my favorite Disney princess. Yes. yes. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to me. You have the luscious locks and everything. Thor of a, Dis- because of a Disney princess. So I guess um I guess this uh, podcast will have to be followed up by our anime Boston video. I post like, it every every time. Yeah. So, well, I know. Like, so. Well, I mean, I'm talking about like the the con thing that we do every year, Anime Boston. When we go, we release a funny video. Uh, we'll have to keep track of the dominant anime, seeing that we're talking about it now. You know, what you, you know? should do. You should have like a little tally mark on the bottom of like each of ours, and just keep adding one if you see it. It's him. true. Yeah. That's it'd be a lot of work, but it'd be. Oh fun my god! And how would you tell the Deadpool's apart? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, one of the most uh, fortunate things we've been able to do since starting our show because people we've we've tricked people into somehow thinking that we're a legit news source. <laughs> uh, Thanks, that, Nerdy Show. That we're we're, uh, we're, we're allowed to go to cons as press, and we get to do our video thing, as most of you know. And uh, unfortunately, we to... we're only allowed three press passes. Yeah, I know. So like we so James and Victoria are not able to join. It us seems to be limited long. more and more every year. Maybe if we made, like, different charters of Wicked Anime, we could just trick them into being like, it's still Wicked Anime, but this is, like, this is a different show. It's, it's different. a different show. They're here for a different reason. <laughs> we, we don't know them. They're, they're, the, they're the Wicked Anime that's from Russia. I, I, I could do Russia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, which, no. We, which was pointed out to us by our producer, Cap, uh, from the Flash Nerdy right. Show. That's right. Yeah, we, he was pointing in our direction. He's like, hey, just so you guys know... There is a wicked anime out there, and I looked at their Facebook page, all in Russian. <laughs> so I was like, "Don't worry, Cap, we got this." So as as press, we get to see certain behind the scenes things that that not too many people get. Overall, it's pretty much the same experience that every all the attendees get. It's just that we consider it work instead of considering it fun. It's really fun work, though. Well, the, like the, everybody always says, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life, yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. So obviously there comes with some sacrifices of uh, doing press, and that is that, you know, James and Victoria don't have press, so we have to be like, we'll see you in an hour. Which and turns then, into like four hours. It does not. <laughs> yes, it does. We never, well, ever catch up after You are gone forever. I see, <laughs> Last year we did really well because we screwed up on all of our interviews and we yeah, didn't get so we any. didn't have any interviews. <laughs> we had so much time on our hands. We had friend like we had good like hanging out with friends time, but your your podcast or your show not so much. Yeah. So um so what we've decided to do each year for as far as uh, Wicked Anime goes in press is we Jonathan and I see the complete press list of you know all the guests that we get to see. Um, pick and two. Pick two. So Jonathan gets his choice of person to interview, and I get my choice of person person to interview. So there's only two blocks that we have to take out of our day so that we can spend the rest of the time with our friends uh, and you know everybody else at Anime Boston. 
and then all so, their other like little videos they do on the side as well. Yes. Well, and um, and you guys are one hundred percent like uh, able to join in those videos, do whatever the heck you want. Um, we do, I, and it's great. Um, last year I was like, James, it's your turn, and he was like, No, I don't want to. <laughs> and then uh, and so I shoved the microphone in his hand, and he went and interviewed uh, Striker from um, yeah, Eureka Stri- Striker, Eureka Striker, from- Eureka from. Uh, so Pacific Rim. So many missiles. <laughs> <laughs> my st- my streets my or my suspension is shot. Yeah. <laughs> so it seems like cons, uh, like not just not anime Boston, but just all cons in generals, don't like us very much. <laughs> <laughs> or we we get a, we get we get the the end of the attention. Like the, like all the attention gets put into everything else, and then press gets the every press liaison that I have ever met is a great person. Yeah. They love us. Like every, they're always willing to work with us. They are very happy to see us. We're doing our job. We're we're putting out exposure to them. But unlikely, we're we are always the last people to know about anything. We're annoying. We are really annoying <laughs> when when it comes to certain aspects of um, the press. And and Christina's nodding her head as if she's saying that yes, we are annoying. <laughs> well, that's just everyday life for me. So. You're annoying. You're press too, you know. <laughs> And actually, and I will agree, I, I bet you Will Friedel is just like, wow, this girl is really annoying. I know, that's okay. Um, I will never see him again, so that was a one-time thing. It was, re- it was really nice. We had a blast. So let's talk about the last episode we touched on this because we were talking about the Pillows concert, and Evan said that he got the Anime Boston press seats at, for the Pillows yeah. concert. Let's elaborate on that. So Anime Boston does not have a press section for their press anymore. Previous years they did, and they were the seats jammed all the way in the corner for press. Yeah. Uh, like unless you unless you had a camera and you were taking photography, you could leave your seat and run up to the stage and take pictures. Mm-hmm. But press is jammed all the way over into the corner of the room where the big screen TV is, and you can't even see the stage because the uh, the podium is in the way. And last year we stood in line because somebody's or we didn't stand in line. We stood out in front of the doors and we said, uh, "Are press gonna get in uh, to their seats?" And somebody said, "Yeah." Yeah. And then, so yeah, we made for sure that there was yeah. that press could get it. Yeah. And so we walk into the main hall to go get our quote unquote press seats that we know don't exist really. And um, we walk to the end and we say, hey, we're with press. Uh, can we can we go to our seats? And they stood there and like looked at us and they were like, there are no there. We don't have press seats. And it's like, what? It's like, well, we got we got rid of the press seats. Like there's no press seating anymore. And we were like, one, are you joking? Or And then two, because, I mean, they're really stressed. They A lot of uh, volunteers don't know what's going on. But they seem pretty sure that there were no press seats anymore. So they sat us in the normal press, press seats like we normally do every year, shoved us over in the corner. But they were like, don't do it again, though. Something like that. Wow. But I'm sure we're going to do it again this year. And, you know, they're going to be like, you know, <laughs> be like, there are no press seats. Oh, we didn't know. I don't know. So one of my favorite things is you get to jump any line that you want. <laughs> kind of. It depends. In, in some aspects. But we do get some really good events to jump line. Yeah, uh, Christine's nodding her head because well, you got we, to do that all Rhode Island Comic Con. So Rhode Island Comic Con was like a dream come true for me in every aspect. Um, for instance, Andrew and I went on the Saturday mm-hmm. and we just looked at the schedule and figured, oh wait, Ron Perlman is going on in about 20 minutes. <laughs> and the line was probably it was long. like 500 people deep, yeah. something like that. And he's telling me, no, 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 like, we cannot cut, we cannot cut. I'm like, no, we have press badges. 
let's go. Yeah. So we go to the front, and they're like, oh, yeah, go ahead. They Third. just sent us right over to the VIP section. VIP section. Yeah. <laughs> Third row, middle. We had perfect view. Um, Seriously, Christine, next year, you and me, we'll take the best badges and just do everything. I was taking full advantage of it. Yeah. And it was the one that was actually telling me, Christine, stop. Yeah, you're, you're overstepping your bounds. Like, and you're was, freaking me out here. But growing up with a, with a father who was also in the press... I knew what I was doing. Um, I was okay with it. So let me tell you what the VIP section was. Um, they said, yeah, sure, go over it. It was just, um, so in front of the entrance to the convention, or the, the hall that Ron Perlman was going to be speaking, it was just a huge winding line of people going in, and they're going to be fed into the room. But the VIP section, which is a, a bunch of people who paid extra money for their ticket at Anime, or Anime Boston, at Rhode Island Comic Con, and were shoved over into a corridor. They started... Didn't they, like, start letting people in, like, before the VIP section? And all the VIPs got up and were like, What is this? Yeah, like, what's going on? Exactly. And so uh, we all went in through the side door for free, we should say. We were in with yeah. the VIPs who paid extra money, but we got in for free because we were pressing it. It was awesome. I shouldn't be gloating. That That's bad. Uh, <laughs> no, but we did... Okay, so, but the positive of the whole thing was because we were so close, we were able to take phenomenal pictures and promote the convention in a positive light. Yeah. We could smell the alcohol on Ron Perlman's breath. We were that close. Wow. <laughs> I love you, Ron Perlman. You're one of my favorite actors. You really are. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm super jealous. <laughs> he was, I am too. I wasn't there. He I was. was yeah. very, he was very drunk. I was at a con with only 30 more people. Yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting story. Not really. That's why it's so interesting. <laughs> Because the entire time we were texting you saying, guess who we met? Guess what we did? Yeah. I, I went to the whole, through the whole car in an hour. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking for something to do. <laughs> um, you and Cap hung out really. Like, that was the good part was you and Cap hung out. The that event. was a lot of fun. Yeah. The, and we got to do the snacks video. Yeah. Getting the snacks was the greatest thing ever. But I guess the whole point of going to a convention is not hanging out in a hotel room making videos. It's attending <laughs> yeah, and it's seeing. A, right. And I had more fun in the hotel room at this con. <laughs> <laughs> that sound bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so at past... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> at past conventions, like, uh, conventions like, uh, Anime Festival Orlando and, uh, Florida Anime Experience, we were actually able to get one-on-one -on -one time with guests, which was really cool. We we would go up to their handlers and say, hey, we're with the press, can we do an interview? With which them? is funny because the guests would or were more likely to say yes than the handlers were. Yes. Yeah, because uh, have heard well, that. Yeah, because uh, whenever you talk to a handler... They're like, I don't want to upset the guest. I they have to they have to be happy. Like they yeah. almost forget that they're people. They only want green M and M's in their green room. Yeah, and no, and seriously, uh, you talk to a handler and they're very very nervous uh, because they don't want to upset their guests. Uh, it happens all the time at conventions. But then you actually talk to the guests themselves and you have to remember that they're just normal people who don't understand why people like them so much. So that was, I think, something that I came across at Rhode Island, too, is the fact that I actually found the handlers were very strict. Yes, very much very so. Strict. Very, very strict. They were saying, like, listen, if you even want to say two words to this person, give me $20. Wow. And I was... I went what? On, I went on Sunday to Rhode Island Comic Con without Andrew with another friend. Yep. And there was another... Um, there was another celebrity who had bodyguards around him. And you could not... And if you took a picture... Move right now. If you took a photo of this person um he would smash <laughs> you would say he either his handler or himself would come after you and yep. ask for money for the photo but then you had somebody like um bill 
Fagerbeck, hoping I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, who um, my friend has is paralyzed partially and really wanted to see him, could not stand in the line, just physically was not able to. Um, their handlers and him were more than accommodating, let us sneak in, last guest before he left. We were able to actually get a video with him. Which is on our Facebook page. And he's a very genuinely kind person. Is that, so there's the extremes. Is that Patrick Starr? Yeah, the yes, voice of Patrick, Patrick Starr. Yeah. So we have, I mean, there's the extremes, but I think having that press badge definitely It does help, yeah. It yeah. does help. Experience. It most certainly does um, in, in certain cases, which is good. Um, but that's also our job. Yeah, like that's that's what we're there we're for. We're supposed to, to be doing that. We're supposed to release product of a convention of a star, so that we can you know there are many what they're doing. Yeah, there are a ton of conventions that will not allow you to come back as press if you don't release something for them. Yes, right. Which is fair. It is I'm very not fair. About Lou no more. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. He was the only person there who had bodyguards around him. Like he he hired convention staff. So, like, to surround him so that people would not take pictures of him. Really? Yes, really. We, like, we I'm once, sorry, you're not that big of a deal. We once witnessed him get a candid picture of somebody walking by his booth, take a picture of him, and he left his booth, chased that person down, and demanded that he pay for them. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. That picture. Oh my god. Wow. That's ridiculous. That's like one of my favorite stories. <laughs> but hey, that person got to meet Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. He was very angry. He's like, give me when I'm well, angry, give me 20 bucks and I won't be angry. Hulk smash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, that's what, maybe that's what he was doing. He, he, he was... You just, you just kind of have to sneak up. If you can take a picture, you can take as many pictures of the back of his head as you want because he won't hear you because he's deaf. Um, so... <laughs> I, I did get one. <laughs> Telephoto zooms on your DSLR cameras are phenomenal, oh and you can zoom in between people. You can see through people? I can see through people. <laughs> <laughs> what? You just can't see through people. You know, let me dream, okay? Su- Superman can. Superman can see through people. So, like, your um, stories like that make me just really happy about, like, the anime voice actors we meet. I remember yes. when I was yeah. in line to meet Monica Rial, the people were like, don't take any pictures with her. Just like, if you want to take one of us, you take a picture of you, that's fine. Whatever. Just don't take pictures. You get in there. Hey, do you want a picture with me? Yeah. Yes? <laughs> like, sure. Like, she yeah. was amazing. I, I, and I have to yeah. emphasize Brad Swale uh, because <laughs> he James was such story. a big deal that, and he didn't even realize, like, he was just taking so long with everybody because he was just like, oh, I'm at a convention, you know, people are nice, they want to talk to me, this is cool. And then they, uh, apparently his handler was just like, 
there's still a line like wrapped around the building. He's like, what? <laughs> Three hours later. <laughs> which uh, we do have a new uh, unit of measurement, which is one yeah. Brad Swale equals three hours. Yeah, three hours. <laughs> it's true. That was uh, Anime Boston 2008. Brad Swale's oh, a measurement of high time. High school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, voice actors are the best people to meet yeah, because they, they can't were. see their fans. So, like, that's that's one of the greatest things. One thing that I do relish in, though, is that I don't need to stand in autograph lines anymore. Yeah. Like, I hate you both. I'm not gloating <laughs> about it in the sense that, like, haha, I get to jump the line. But waiting in lines are stressful. Yeah, like, it's really stressful. Because you have to, like, fight for that, fight for your spot. Yeah, only 100 people. Especially the rule at Anime Boston is only 100 people. The first 100 people are guaranteed to see this person. But I think it's also sometimes very stressful. Because if you go there with a goal of either meeting people, yes. interviewing people, getting the right photograph, getting the right video, and then things don't turn out the way that you want it to, and then you can't create your product at the end, mm -hmm. that's extremely stressful. Yeah, that, yeah that, it that, is. That and actually happened to me in 2014, because we weren't able to film as much as we could, so I wasn't able to do like the big old special I did in 2013. I could only do like just one or two yep. quick videos, and that was, you know, I was a little bit disappointed in myself that I couldn't do that. Yep. You were kind of not physically able to. No, no, that was, no, last year was when I wasn't physically able to. That was 15. To. Last year was when uh, I had my call right. <laughs> taken out, and I went to Envy Boston the week yeah. <laughs> late, the week after. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why whenever we interview a guest, the camera is recording the whole time. So if we have an hour and a half with a guest, we have an hour and a half of video to sift through to get 30 seconds of something good. <laughs> yeah, that they said. Yeah. Um, like that's because in, in 2014, our video only has like a minute per guest. We did three guests. We did Kyle A. Bear. We did, um, Wendy Lee and, and we Matt did Mercer. Matt Mercer. And we only use like a minute from each of them. But I found that minute in an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. Like it's just an unbelievable amount of work mm, absolutely. To, to get that. And, and yeah, I was happy to meet those people. It's cool that I got to meet those people, but I, but at the same time, it's like, okay, I got to make this person look good because yeah. I respect their work. And you yeah. also have to take the time to do the research to understand who these people are. Yes. Yes, so you do. that way, unlike me, where at Rhode Island Comic Con, I know almost everything at Anime Boston. I'm like, who are these people? Yeah. And I have to rely on other people to tell me, take a photo of this person. I'm like, why? <laughs> Some guy. Just a person. They think so too. So you See, know, don't feel bad. I, I have to stand in lines, unlike these guys. So I go through everyone who's coming, go through the voices, and I'm like, okay, I want this sign. I'm going to wait in this person's line. I'm doing this. Like, I know Anime Boston changed their policy now. No, you're only allowed to have one thing signed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which means I'm dragging jeans with me when I go meet Todd Habercorn. Yeah, and so I, I'm going to facilitate the need of just like, I need you to sign this one thing, and my boyfriend's going to ask you to sign this one thing, but they're both going to be for me. Well, <laughs> I have a wall scroll that's got two characters from Oron signed on it, and now I can get Greg and Todd at the same time and have the twins on the wall scroll. <laughs> and I can also... I also need Natsu on my fairy tale one. So yeah, plans the plans. God, why? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I've got my I've got my like four people I need to get in line for listed out. Even though I've met Monica Rial, I'm gonna go meet her again. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yes. That that is actually a very good point um, as to talking about privileges because press does not get free autographs. Yeah. We are not allowed to ask for autographs or anything like that because that is just like overstepping. Oh, yeah, it's like a waste of their time. Which which is completely understandable. However, I have my my Blu-ray copy of 
Summer Wars from Mamoru Hosoda's uh, movie Summer Wars, and I have probably about 80% of the English voice cast who have signed it, and the only one that I don't have who signed it is Todd Habercorn. And uh, if I'm... Are you going to be in line with us? No, I'm not. I'm... I'm probably going to pass up that opportunity, actually, because... why can't, when you're there, why can't you just say, hey, I'll pay you? Because they don't take take money. money. They don't take money. We don't pay to do autographs in Boston. Yeah. Oh, you just, no. 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 no that, Every, everything's free. You just wait in line. Yeah, that's the awesome thing oh, about anime conventions compared to Boston Comic Con, where you have to pay eighty dollars to shake someone's hand. Yeah. No, or a- any Comic Con. See, that's the thing. At all Comic Cons, you have to pay to do anything with the. Or guests. in the or in the um, case of Mick Foley, pay twenty bucks to have him ignore you. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Honestly, bring it with you because if I can't, like, I'm not exactly sure where the fairy tale wall scroll is. If I can't find it, we'll have James bring that with us. Yeah, it's fine. Let's just use James. That's, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Shut up. I can always go with you. I probably won't know who he is, but that's okay. <laughs> I would love to see Christine. Um, Hang out with me this time, Christine. <laughs> that was so sad. I will, I will bring it. I will bring it. But uh, you get to talk to the guests for so much longer. Yeah. Um, because you're in a, you're in a room with them, like with a bunch of other press people, and yes, you do have to go through your questions with them, and you know these are questions that they've answered a thousand times probably in their lifetime, and they're just like, oh, let's get it over yeah. with, let's which is it. hard to do because you have to think of really unique questions. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's like Jonathan and I never try to talk about industry questions with them. We always try to talk about personal questions with them, like what's your favorite anime, like what. What's your favorite kind of taco? Who's yeah. your waifu? Yeah. Who's your waifu? I love asking anime voice actors who's your waifu or your character crush. Yeah. Um, if it's if it's in the case of a husband, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but uh, another thing is too, you can talk to them about certain aspects of voice acting, but sometimes they don't know. Like that's the thing. Like um, when when we talk about voice actors and how appreciative they are of their fans, it's because th- sometimes they go on voice acting projects and they don't know what the official title of that project is called. Yeah, yeah. And so they just they just put their voice on it. You know, speak these lines, say this. In this reflection, yeah, that was great. And then we get a product that we're like, this is amazing. I love this. This voice actor did so much for me. And then you go to them and they're just like, I've never played it. I've never watched it. I didn't know what the name of that anime was. I didn't know this. I didn't know that. Because they just, it was just the next voice gig that they had. Yeah. Um, even, and so they, they're impressed by that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, I think the person who does that the most, uh, too, who brings up statistics is uh, David from I Am Think. Those guys are awesome, yeah. by the way. So David from I Am Think always asks statistics questions because it's yeah, it does. seems like he wants to bring that l- to their attention, saying like this is how many people adore you, you know. So it's kind of like he asks questions to stroke the egos of the guests. So it's like please keep doing this because you're so great. Yeah, at it. D- David is really really good at that. Mm. I Am Think.com. I actually uh, I remember a funny story. Um, Steve Downs, the the voice of Master Chief, he he didn't really know how big he was, um, and he was he was just kind of hanging out with some family friends, and he walks up and he's like, "Oh yeah, I voiced that that character guy, that the Chief Master guy uh, from that game." <laughs> and like the you Master know, at, 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 like the end of the day, there was like a line around the block apparently of people who just you know. So it's like you they don't know how big they are until they're there. Yep. Like for example, you know Brad Swill, like he did a bunch of things and everything and I, I don't imagine he was really used to having a huge line yeah but, oh. you know. one of my favorite things from last year was when Lisa took the stage um, Lisa is, <laughs> yeah. is the famous yeah. pop star from Japan oh yeah. And, yeah and and she went on stage and uh, and the her handler said how many people are Lisa fans and then like everybody cheered and Lisa was like 
you guys know who I am? <laughs> and like everybody's like, woo! And she's like, really? like, like, like the most sincerest, like, really? Thank you! Like, she had no idea that anybody from America knew who she was. Yeah. And she was at this and she was at this anime convention. It was the best thing I've ever seen. So but, by the way, um, so if anyone was interested, she has a really good uh, short live-action series on Crunchyroll called Lisa TV. I recommend people watch it. It's really cool. And I also wonder if part of it is because since they are, like, they choose to be voice actors rather than on screen, if they just don't understand kind of the impact of not being a f um, in front of the camera person. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, you know? most certainly. They have to because they're stuck in a box, right. <laughs> basically, yeah. you know? Right. Living in a box. <laughs> wow, mustard plug. Throw back to the throw back to the nineties. <laughs> do you do you guys have any idea who you want to pick so far for your? Oh yeah, Todd Habercorn and Monica Real. Yeah, 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 those are our those two, two. and Those's the down. founder of Madhouse. Oh my gosh. See, the four I'm winning well, in line for are definitely Eric Vale, Greg Harris, Monica, and Todd. Like those are my four. <laughs> well, Eric, definitely. Vail. Here's here's the thing. Um, Last time Todd Habercorn and Monica Real were at Anime Boston, they did not have a press circuit. Yes. So they, so we were not allowed to. Actually, that was the year that um, that Victoria, you met Monica Real, and I, and we didn't because it was our first year being press, and I was super jealous of you. I um, remember that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so if that doesn't happen, if that doesn't happens again, that we don't get to meet them a second time, then we're gonna have to discuss. Other people. I want to see. I want to see. Okay, so this year Tony Oliver is going to be there, uh, the original voice actor of Lupin. Yep. yep. Um, and but Evan's going to meet Tony Oliver one because he's the voice actor of Lupin, but also because he has raw force. Yes. Yeah. Which is a which <laughs> is a classic exploitation film from the eighties that Tony Oliver was in. But we never saw him. We didn't see him in it. We have. I think we have to rewatch it to be like, oh wait, there he is, because he has actually he has a. Well, because of course. <laughs> Because, of course, it's Evan, and you just hear, like, Evan just goes, Oh, my God, that's Tony Oliver! And, you know, nobody knows what he's talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're just, you're just like, hitting the nail on the head, and, of course, we look it up, and it's like, Yeah, that's, yeah, yep, that's, that's Tony Oliver. <laughs> do you think they're done the announcing guests, or do you think there's going to be a couple more? I think there well, might be more. All right, here's a good, here's a good, good question. What are you on the hunt for in the dealer's room? <laughs> there is one. There was one day that I saw the whale from One Piece with the big scar on his face. I want to say Slaboom. I want it so bad, and I went back for it. And it was already gone. And I've yet to find it, and I really, really want it. It's so that's fish. your yep. Yeah, so you're hunting that, and I still have yet to buy the Full Metal Alchemist red jacket. Mm, it's it's still on my list. I love. I love it when going to Annabelle Boston with lists, but it's just like. You never. You really so, have to. You really have so to watch. Stressful. You really, really have to watch what you buy because I really can't up, get another wall scroll, guys. I've got way <laughs> too many, and there's like 18 under my bed. <laughs> you should just rotate them. I, I think. I, I know, but these ones are so pretty. That's a great idea. <laughs> Fall, winter, spring, summer collection. <laughs> Every time, like you know, it's just like changing the curtains for the season. Just put up a new wall scroll. You should rent them out to like you know I don't know like a museum or something. <laughs> And here we have what? the Victoria Fall collection. <laughs> My precious. Um, <laughs> um, I'm definitely going to be looking for, like, uh, everybody knows that I'm a huge Dojin collector. Mm -hmm. I love collecting <laughs> Dojins. Um, that, that's always my first target whenever the, when that the second... Freaky. Yeah, the <laughs> second the dealer's room opens up, I go straight to the Dojin table. <laughs> Gotta find that Shindo well. You know I'm coming home with, like, eight Dojin. new T-Turtle shirts. That's for damn sure. <laughs> 
I always um, rate the tea turtle table. Yeah, uh, and then um, I always look for Monster Hunter every year. Like last year, Evan Evan helped me find that huge score of a Monster Hunter item. You are that, welcome, uh, by the like, way. I know. Like, and it was like my last bit of money too. Like, it was just like, this is it. I found it. I'm happy. <laughs> um, the only thing of value that I bought was my belt. Yeah, right. That uh, I still wear. But uh, this year, I'm definitely going to be keeping my out for my eye out for Food Wars stuff. Definitely want Food Wars merchandise, and I I want probably Don Machi merchandise too. I really like that show. When it comes down to it, I'm going to do what I always do, and I'm going to pick Gundam. up a Gundam model <laughs> and never build it. <laughs> they all sit in a box in his closet. Because I don't want to mess them up. <laughs> you should just make, take all, uh, we say, I think we say this every single time you bring it up. Yeah. You should just take every single kit you have and just kit bash them together into a massive, huge, awesome Gundam whatever. Super Gundam. Yeah. That actually works uh, and it, walks around yeah. and such. <laughs> all right, since I asked a question, I think the thing I really want to look for, I don't know if it's if it even exists or what, but I want to find a replica of the Hestia blade from Don Machi. I we live in Boston, so they're gonna be like, no weapons. Yeah, you know they're gonna gotta practice my stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it could be a dull blade one. I, I think it, I think they're okay with them if they're dull blade. If they if they can't really hurt anybody, it should be all right. I brought a whip into the last anime convention, so yeah, uh, indeed. I mean, I I brought my plastic. Hammer. Mine I, was a whip from Indiana Jones. I'm considering stuff, bringing so. my r- resin 12 pound, like screen accurate hammer this year. You should, you should just bring like a regular ball bean hammer. <laughs> like this is my hammer. Well, <laughs> I was actually really thinking funny. of an idea uh, where instead of having Thor with my usual gear, I'd have a red headband and tennis shoes, and instead of having Mjolnir, I'd have a racket with the, uh, the, tr- the, uh, the knot like on the. <laughs> the middle of it so like thor's tennis day like thor's what? tennis day yeah <laughs> yeah that sounds Don't good to me you have to have a guitar except i'd have the tesseract as the uh as the thing i'd whack around he's doing thor for some of it yes for some of it but i'm making him not be thor for like some of it you're too. not making me i want to be greg because it's gonna be hilarious i'm gonna be young greg <laughs> not, Victoria. not old greg uh, ah! <laughs> the mighty boosh yeah Victoria, are you making him dress up as Ladybeard? Oh my gosh, James would make such a good Ladybeard. <laughs> I I have Holy to crap. Google things. Please excuse me. And I really hope I don't mistype anything. <laughs> no, Ladybeard, just one word. Ladybeard. Uh, okay, let's see here. Ladybeard. Oh god, there's already things. Hold on. Let's see. I got, um, I, I got, I got Wait, Yeah, we have the you. music video. Uh, I, oh my god. Oh. Uh, Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, God. Oh God, no. Uh, Oh God. Uh, uh, Yeah, I could probably pull that off. (laughs) So. I, that's that's the that was the wholeness of the discussion. We got we we even snuck in that little dealers room talk, which was actually re- a really good idea because you'll probably hear about it more on our final con month podcast, where we're actually it's the last day. We'll of tell our, you what we bought. Yeah, uh, the last day of the convention. Yeah, yeah. That that's a reminder. We have a skip week for our podcast, so this this release will be the last release until the beginning of April when you will hear our review of how Anime Boston Yeah, it's like our official last con month recording. 
Yeah. Uh, right. But it's while we are at Anime Boston. So there's going to be a missing week of a podcast, and then the following week is going to be Because it's kind of the, because uh, it's what we did last year, where we had part one on No Borders, No Race, or Boston Bash Brigade, and part two on your show, right? Yep, Correct. and we had a butt ton of people. Oh yeah, it was too. great. Yeah. Which, it was excellent. Which we're kind of hoping for this year as well. But anyway... Um, yeah, as we move on, we're going to go on to some fan service, and we do have a lot of fan service. Um, so first off comes from Wicked Fan Mike. What the hell? What year is this? Am I back in 2004? Am I magically back in high school due to some weird time displacement? Uh, you guys are talking about Samurai Champloo, Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Tenchi Muyo, and Keanu saying that he's too old for Spike Spiegel in the live-action Cowboy Bebop movie. Uh, he just did, did John Wick and now doing John Wick 2. He's an absolute badass death machine in the first movie. How exactly is he too old to play Spike? Yeah, this was back in episode 82 when we were... Right before we were about to do Con Month, that was like the one piece of news that we did in us. Uh, Keanu Reeves, who was projected to play live-action Spike Spiegel, is now, now considers himself too old for the part. Which I disagree. Because Spike doesn't necessarily have an age, and he could, he could be old. Yeah, I don't know. I'm um, saddened by it. I am, I'm very saddened by it. I love Keanu yeah. Reeves. He also would like he also would like to say that Ryoko from Tenshi Moyo is also his best girl. Which so like join the team. It was me, Scott, and Mike. Now we're all is there in the anybody same... who doesn't think that Ryoko is best girl? Oh yeah, absolutely. Huh. There was like a there was a huge discussion on our uh, Wicked Anime page when I first mentioned that I was watching it again. Yeah. Yeah. So we we've had discussions about Tenshi Moyo and who's best girl. And there, now there's three of us. Say Ryoko. Yes. <laughs> High five, Mike. All right, and he said he finally finished season one of Sword Art Online, and he said, "Wow, you guys are incredibly right about it." He's looking forward to season two. Um, it's I, I really enjoyed all of it. I, I, I enjoyed well. There are some things in season one that it's I didn't really different. enjoy, but um, uh, I, I definitely liked the fairy arc more than what people said. Like a lot of people didn't like the fairy arc, but I really enjoyed. I enjoyed it. It's just um, got awkward. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's just I really wish they had spent more time with the first arc. That's that's all. That's my that's my only real problem with it. Well, and the thing is, too, is that, like, and we have explained this multiple times here on the show, that, you know, um, now that season two is out, you kind of understand the pattern of it, where it goes, like, death-defying stunt uh, fairy arc. Death-defying stunt fairy arc. Like, it, kind of like a cool-down season, before they go into something that's more, like, death-defying and yeah, whatever. Yeah, they season two. I mean, yeah, but... I just, I don't know, I, I feel like there was a whole lot of potential in the, the first premise of the story for, you know, when he's stuck in the, the original game, Sword Art Online, and, and I feel like I would have yep. liked to see that drawn out more, and I, I feel like that might be a reason why I'm bitter about, you know, the fairy arc, because I was just like, no, I'm not ready for this yet. Alright, and uh, here's something special, Evan, you might like this, Okay. Uh, Mike would like to say that um, because of our show and because of your show... He is a regular listener of No Borders, No Race. Oh my god, I have a fan? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep, um, Mike says that he uh, he really enjoyed the last discussion that we had on No Borders, No Race, which I believe uh, from this one, it was the Fire Emblem discussion. Yes. So he, he said that that was a really great discussion, which I agree. I love, I, that was such, that was so much fun. Uh, Phil is such a cool guy. Uh -huh. um, but he really enjoyed that discussion. And yes, uh, Mike is, in fact, a listener of No More Is No Race. Mike, thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy the future episodes of my podcast. And I hope you enjoy, hopefully, our coverage of Anime Boston when, if and when we get accepted in as a media. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if you haven't, please subscribe to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Boston Bash Brigade. I'm not trying to pressure you. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm grateful that you're a fan. So thank you. Mike also sent us a cool bunch of uh, like a handful of news stories. He has things like the uh, the Japanese 
uh, versus Japan robot or the Japan versus America mecha robot battle. Like that has a yeah. When it's gonna happen? Yeah. Uh, Kirby has a statue, a fixture. Uh, yeah, permanent fixture in the University of Japan. Uh, Master sushi chef cuts fish while blindfolded. <laughs> Making sushi sandwiches. Making sushi sandwiches. Oh wait, he said there's another thing exploding in China. Oh <gasps> what? A chemical plant exploded. That is so not funny. <laughs> of things exploding in China. And uh, he also sent us a huge list of his um, favorite anime openings. Um, I'm going to cut All it. Gundam. Yeah. I'm yeah! So, yeah, Gundam, tons of Gundam openings, especially Gundam Seed and Gundam Seed Destiny. Good call. Um, Zoids, Chaotic Century. Zoids, uh, Roroni Kenshin. Yeah, yeah. And of course he And, of course, he says he's absolutely loving the Outlaw Star opening, which it is. It's good. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Duh. We also, uh, we actually got over the past couple weeks a bunch of fans sending us uh, information about the Escaflone. Uh, Kickstarter campaign yeah. from Funimation. Yeah. Um, and by now, everybody should know that that has been backed. Yay. Is that of course, it was good. inevitable. Yeah. Everybody says yay, but I'm kind of like, like that was kind of a Sony move, right? Like, remember when Sony PlayStation was like, hey, do you guys want to see Shenmue? Then you pay for it. You know, and that's just like, uh, yeah, okay. Well, um, but, you know, then, but, in my honest opinion, it feels more like you're putting down a pre-order. And, you know, if enough people pre-order it, boom, you get it. Yeah, and then, uh, but then, of course, you know, you have Funimation, which is the one of the largest anime corporations in the United States. Even though the anime industry is still really small and very fragile, like, I understand why they kickstarted it. Mm-hmm. But it's still kind of like, well, you guys want Escaflown? Then you pay for it. You yeah, know? but we had Escaflown. Like, just, who cares if it's not dubbed? Yeah, some some people think. I yeah, I like watching anime not dumb, so I, I really don't care. But uh, but congratulations, Funimation, for getting your Kickstarter campaign. Woo! Yay! Uh, next up, we actually have a a con story from um a fan named Anna. Ooh, hi Anna. Hi Hello. Anna. Uh, now everybody get prepared. We have a long con story here. You actually read it, right, Jonathan? Yeah, I did. I can I I know the gist of it. it her first con story was uh at fan FanimeCon. And um, that that con was when Death Note was getting big, and they were premiering the Death Note movie, um, there hmm. the live action Death Note movie, and so a whole bunch of people wanted to go see it. She was dragged to go see the movie. So many people filled the theater that she actually ended up sitting on the floor uh, to do, to watch the the film. Can and you say it, fire hazard? <laughs> yeah, right. I, I cannot believe that they, but they were. I guess a ton of people showed up for it because everybody was like, "Ah, Death Note," uh, which was how two thousand eight was. Uh, this the year for this was actually two thousand seven. So she saw the Japanese version of the live action Death Note movie in two thousand seven before Anime Boston even caught wind of Death Note. Apparently, but uh, oh, wow. the next morning, everybody, like everybody at the con and their grandma, was like, "L or." Actually, I think it was just L because the point of the story is that there were a whole bunch of fangirls running around trying to find a light Yagami to take pictures with them. And <laughs> so th- one of her friends was dressed up as L, and the fangirls found him and was like, oh my gosh, it's so great. Uh, can we like, can we take a picture with you and everything? And they, they said, sure. They took pictures and they and they're like, if you see a light Yagami, let us know, you know, sort of thing. And so they were like, okay, cool. So they walk into the convention hall and they see a light Yagami and they say, oh, hey, by the way, there's a bunch of fangirls out there looking for a light Yagami, just so you know. And the guy was like, okay, thanks. They meant it as a warning, not as a... (laughs) Not as like, oh, hey, by the way, if you want to get your picture taken sort of thing. (laughs) Next thing that she knows, she hears ear-shattering fangirl screams and the late Yagami running in the opposite direction that he was walking before (laughs) ran towards... 
ran towards her and her group of friends, and one of the people in her group of friends was this really tall, like, six-foot-tall, muscular football player guy. That light Yagami jumped on his back, and he immediately took the cue and ran. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God! She said that was one of her first con stories and probably one of her most favorite con stories that she's ever had. That is a great story. Yeah. That is a great story. Thank you, Anna, for sharing that great story with us. I'm away, Falcor. <laughs> but she also sent us another email as well. Yes, oh, she good. did. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. She recommended an anime to me. She did recommend an um, anime. And it, it's um, Haito Genso no Grimgar, or also known as Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash. And what this show is, is in the same respect as uh, Don Machi and... More so, Konosuba. Yeah, Konosuba, which that's is during the season. a regular human waking up in a fantasy world, and they don't know where they are, and like are a world with RPG rules and everything like that. But this one, in the sense that Konosuba is a straight comedy and very funny at that. Oh yeah, uh, I've learned to love it uh, with Evan's guidance. Uh, um, I actually see, and the thing is, I loved it like right away when I started watching it. Yeah, it took it. me a little I, bit, but yeah. but it's a great show, Konosuba. It's on Crunchyroll for free. Everybody should watch it. Yeah, like it this really one. Good. Should I give my advice again? Watch it the same way you would a British sitcom. Yeah. So this one, uh, Grimgar, is completely played straight. You're in this fantasy world played with RPG rules, and everything is a threat. All the battles in it are like, everybody wakes up as a level one hero, and they have to fight goblins who are also trying to fight for their lives. And, like, you don't, like, there are, there's girls who, there's a girl who doesn't know how to shoot a bow, but she's the archer. There's a girl who's a mage, and she's still trying to learn how to use magic. You know, um, the thief character is in a fight. And he's barely done anything, and he's getting really tired, but, like, is like, I've barely done anything at all, but I'm really tired, but it's because he doesn't have stamina stats, you know? So, there's this, there's this really interesting life-or-death situation, and I watched the first episode of it, and I plan on watching the rest of it, because it is, like, so stressful and uh, frightening, and if you like that sort of action and peril sort of thing, this show is great. Yeah, I'm just gonna uh, go ahead and just write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, if you if you like the more comedy aspect of it, go watch Kenosuba. Yes, yeah, Kenosuba is freaking hilarious. It's I great. love Kenosuba. Yeah. It's wicked cute, Same too. Here. It's, like, super cute. Did yeah. you watch the recent one where they go into the haunted house? Yes, yes, I did see that. <laughs> yeah, that was cute. Yeah. So, thank you, yeah. Anna, for your suggestion, because it is a great show. And Mega Meme is my favorite. I love Mega Meme is this girl. Explosion! Yeah. Explosion! Explosion! And then finally... We have uh, a, a couple of things coming from Gerardo. Gerardo sends me stuff all the time. Uh, uh, so I like to um, pick and choose every every time he sends me something. And uh, one of the things that he sent me that really piqued my interest is, uh, hey, you know how, what is it, virtual reality is really becoming popular and everybody's making jokes like, her, 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 like, Sword Online is going to become a real thing. Guess what IBM is doing? <gasps> Yay! I, IBM? Yeah, IBM is making Sword Art Online. What? Like, making Sword Art Online. A VR game. You're kidding me. So, uh, nothing can go wrong with that, right? Yeah. Right. Okay, guys, I'll um, see you in, like, 13 years. Um. <laughs> uh, or never, uh, or never uh, again. <coughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but, um, that, that wound up not being true. Oh, uh, what? It was a, well, I suppose I, I suppose I can't be, uh, too surprised about that. It was a Kotaku article. Okay, so. well, uh, oh. yeah. I'll see you guys in 13 years. So I have to go cry this out. 
here, it is, here it is from TheVerge.com. Unfortunately, it turns out that IBM isn't working on a full-on sword art online MMO with Watson software and virtual reality technology combining to render your own body in the game. News to that effect circulated last week, but as RotoVR points out, it was a misunderstanding brought on by the confusingly meta-ties of Sword Art Online itself. The anime, manga, and novel series deals with futuristic VR MMO worlds, and IBM is playing off this for a marketing event. Uh, okay. Okay. Cool. So good update to that story then. And then uh, finally, he sent me a little cool piece of fan service of, hey, you guys should add this to your snack videos, our Japanese snack videos. It is Monster Hunter Monswine Jerky. What? Yeah, beef, it's like it's it's like pork or beef jerky of uh, of Monster Hunter creatures. Oh my yes. god, that's adorable. Yes, yes, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, this is and this is Monswine original. So I cannot wait. It's twelve dollars to import it, but it's great. <laughs> it should be good. <laughs> Two flavors available. Okay, so we have moss swine. Oh, spit barbecue. Spit barbecue. All right. <laughs> That's so adorable. It has like all these little like meat and, and monster hunter like symbols all over it. But it's so manly because it's beef jerky. Yes. Yeah, it's so cute. Man candy. Ooh, I got, I gotta get me some of that. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> So thank you for sending us all your fan service fans. We appreciate it so much, and thank you for listening. Hey, where can they find us? All right, guys, if you want to join in on the conversation and send us some cool stories just like everybody just did, uh, you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where we update news and we update cool things we find around the internet, and you guys can chat with us over there. Um, and you can, of course, also find us at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime, where you can listen to our podcast if you're not already there listening to our podcast, or you're listening to it on SoundCloud slash wickedanime, or iTunes. Hey guys, huge update on iTunes. Please, 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 this is like a personal favor from us and to uh, from the Nerdy Show guys themselves. It is really important that you rate and review us, uh, you know, give us five stars on, on iTunes, and even send us a cool comment. Yes, uh, in that time, it, there's this new thing going on that Nerdy Show is trying out called the Nerdy Show uh, Initiative. You can find it at nerdyshow.com slash spread the word. And uh, the goal of that is we are so very grassroots. We are, like, we're trying to, still trying to get off the ground. We, we're doing very well. We have a very loyal fan base, and all you guys are great. But we want more people to see us, of course, right? We want to do this for a living. That would be amazing. One of the steps that you can do for that is go to nerdyshow.com slash spread the word. I am going there. It's right there. Myself to uh, look it up. And at the bottom, uh, there is a whole bunch of shows that you can link to, including Wicked Anime, where you can find uh, links and find us on iTunes. Uh, or if you leave us a review, hey, we'll be happy to read, read your uh, reviews on the show. And, you know, we do actually have a few new ratings. We're actually up to 13 five-star ratings. Really? Yeah. Wow. From, like, eight, right? Yeah, yeah. We went Holy from, like eight to 13. And uh, we have so many uh, reviews that we, we're actually up to five reviews, which is great. I would love to read some. If yeah, you guys absolutely read some. Reviews. This isn't, like, stroking our ego or anything like that. This is to show yeah. that. I want to hear. Yeah, yeah, this is legit. <laughs> this is to show that you guys are, are showing your support, and, and we super appreciate it. Um, the ones that we've had from two, we have had two from 2014, uh, from 
Berto Icon. Wicked anime is wicked awesome. Short and simple, and I love <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, right to the point. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, from uh, Garrier, this is a really fun and informative show. Not only do they talk about a wide variety of anime, but they often examine features and categories in depth. I usually come away with at least one new show that I want to watch, which is great. Yep. Thank you very much, Garrier. Uh, oh my gosh, these are 2016. These are really recent. Yeah, no, these yeah. ones are, these ones are all from the, within the last couple. He months. just got so excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hoshiko Five Thousand left us a, a five star review. It's a great show where they talk about anime in all of its forms. I really enjoy getting some insight into new shows of the season since I don't have the time to watch everything that comes out. It's just really fun to listen to. Hoshiko5000, thank you so much for that. We know this one, though. This one is from Schmalasoon. Yeah, uh, and we know who that is. Yeah, our, our fan, Allison, who who is our... Is Allison! Self-proclaimed <laughs> number one fan. That's right. Her review is uh, it, it's a one-star rating. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. It's five stars. <laughs> Say, wait, what? <laughs> what? This show was my gateway drug into... Wait, 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 wait. She, what, what did her title... Her, the title to her review is... Wicked A is my wicked addiction. Woo! That's, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. We, we promote addiction on the show. Hey, <laughs> I love that everybody actually puts that that it's wicked something. Yeah, like, like, like everybody says, wicked. Hosh- Hoshiko said, "Wicked A is wicked good." So it's like I, I love that. Everybody calls us Wicked A. Mm-hmm. That's really awesome. Okay, so Smallison, Smal- uh, Allison said, uh, "This show was my gateway drug into the entire nerdy show network." And I haven't regretted a single moment. Wicked Anime covers a wide array of topics within the interests of nerds and otaku alike and has a great cast and crew of engaging and likable characters. Oh, thank you. Yay, I'm crew! (laughs) (laughs) There's bi-weekly content. Their bi-weekly content never fails to disappoint. And I urge anyone who wants some great insight about anime and Japanese culture to listen in. So it never, never fails to disappoint. Yeah. So, like, we always disappoint? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that goes that goes perfect with our like self-deprecation like thing so it's yeah like, they're always disappointing it's like yeah it's so great yes <laughs> i'm just it's saying supposed to be positive. it is positive <laughs> and i'm super touched it's just really funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah never and from our, our wicked fan temsu we hunt with temsu five star wicked awesome podcasting I never knew how much I wanted an anime podcast before Wicked Anime. They have the best attitude towards anime, and they can convey their passion in a way that won't ever turn you off from the discussion. Their topics run all over the map, from introducing new fans to anime, to personal favorites, to various tales from the cons. Even someone who isn't a fan of anime will get a kick out of their other pre-topic discussions like Strange News, Into the West, or even Fetish of the Week. Oh, God. (laughs) Whatever your preference, you won't go wrong with Wicked Anime. So put them in your feed and get to listening. That is so humbling. You guys are really nice. (laughs) You're converting the masses. If you go on to to nerdyshow.com slash spread the word and leave a review for any of the shows, we will promise to read your description uh, or your review for our show as well. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank you for doing that for us. Thank you. Um, So uh, continuing on, uh, of course, now you got that great, uh, example of what it's like to rate and review on iTunes. It really helps us and makes us feel amazing because you guys, as you know, you know, fans help run our show. Like if if, if we don't we didn't have, have the fans, we wouldn't. Yeah, have if a show. we don't have fans, we don't have a show. That's why we love you guys. Um, and so, of course, on nerdyshow.com, you can also find our videos. If you're not watching our videos on Wicked Anime, oh YouTube slash Wicked Anime Reviews. 
uh, where you can subscribe to us. Subscribe to us, guys. We're releasing videos again. What? <laughs> more snacks. That's right. More snacks. Um, and, of course, you can find us on Patreon. You can't find Wicked. You go to the Nerdy Show Patreon. If you go to the Nerdy Show Patreon and uh, send in your money, uh, you guys are helping out our our network grow. Yeah. And if you do 20 bucks, you can get a shout out every month and yep. you can request our show. Nerdy show will do it automatically, but if you request our show, we will happily give you a shout out. On our That's show. right. Yeah. So, um, just donate the money and you might even be able to join in on our Patreon conversations. Yeah. So we have in a, our hangout. We have hangouts once a month and we get to talk to you directly and you can ask us whatever the heck you want, even though you can email us that you can do that anyways but but still we'll be there and you can like see our faces on the camera and it's like you might want to turn off the camera at that maybe i don't know you know so so essentially what you're saying is people can pay for our love that's right (laughs) yes the the beatles were wrong (laughs) (laughs) and of course guys you can find us at all facets of the internet you can find us at twitter.com and tweet us at yo wicked anime um, I, we did get some tweets over the week, like Scott, uh, our Wicked fan Scott tweeted at us, as as well as, like, a hundred of our other fans, you know, hey, Monster Hunter Generations is coming out, and there's Fire Emblem in it, Andrew! It's like, yes, thank you fans for knowing me so well, that I really like Monster Hunter and Fire Emblem to death. Almost literally. What's your favorite anime, Andrew? Elfin Lead. Okay, I just wanted to be sure. <laughs> I didn't say it this episode. Yes, you did, you just did. I, I just did. Um... <laughs> And, of course, you can find us at Tumblr.com. That's Tumblr, wickedanime.tumblr.com, where we tumble tumble things and we find cute things all over the internet and sometimes gross things from Peter Pan. Um, <laughs> you, can find, you can also find us, if you want, you can uh, send us a follow over on our Wicked Anna Play channel, where we, have a, we do have a play, Let's Play channel. It's very infrequent, um, but, you know, Street Fighter. Yeah, maybe I'll stream some Street Fighter tonight. Yeah, so, uh, so hey, guys, whatever. You know, give us a follow on our Wicked Anna Play channel. Whenever we play, you can come join us on the chats. And that's about it. Evan, would you like to find... Spit your rap. Yeah, let us know where they can find you, yo. Okay, so for the recent news reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, if you're in a band and want to be featured on the show, or if you have any questions for our friend Sawa Sensei for our Nazo Nazo Nyongo segment, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can find me on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, on Twitter at king underscore baby underscore duck, on Anime Amino at kingbabyduckesh, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Inc. Like us on facebook.com slash bostonbastardbrigade, and on facebook.com slash landavesh. And for all the other sites under the Land of Esh, please be sure to visit the Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, Smashed Rook, The Structure Network, and Nerd Crave. And also, I, I also want to kind of see what you just said, too, about the iTunes rating. Please go on to iTunes, look up Boston Bash Brigade, and give us your honest opinion on what you think of it four, three, five stars, whatever, and leave a comment too, because uh, out of all the years that we've been on here for almost six years, I think we've only had one comment from back in 2009. Nice. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Con Month. Um, uh, Again, we'll have a skip week uh, for the next month, but... For the next episode that you hear, it'll be after Anime Boston. Actually, but we will be recording at Anime Boston. Technically, it'll be over. Right, and keep in mind that it will be part two of a conversation. You're going to have to go to Boston Bash Brigade to hear part one. That's correct. That is correct. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Uh, so with that, um, that ends this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. Thank you guys for listening so much. And we look forward to uh, talking with you the next time. And now we will sign off the only way we know how. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. bye. of Damachi, you guys excited about the spin-off anime it's getting? They uh hey, uh seeing that we don't do news during Con Month, here's a little bit of news for you. They they just announced a uh that there will be an anime at some point of a Damachi spin-off series. Yes, uh Sword Aura Toria, I want to say that's how you pronounce it. It's is it looks like um Ice's rise to how she became a really powerful warrior in the dungeon. Mm. So I like eyes starting at Bell's level. Oh, that's kind of cool. So yeah. the most uninteresting character in the series is getting her own. Series. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still watch it. Oh yeah, same here. Because <laughs> because uh, all the other characters in the show are great too. Yeah, no. I, but I do like I like eyes. I, I like eyes. She's no Hestia, but I like eyes. Bob, if you're gonna say a joke, say it louder. I I like the fact that when you when you run the sentence I like eyes together it sounds like I like eyes. Oh, guys, yeah. I do too. Awkward. So thank you for joining us for the Wicked Podcast. How many times now has this ended? Like three or four times. I think that was the end of the discussion. Like it just like naturally ended. Like there was it was just like everybody just like like decided it was just like that conversation is over. We're moving on to talking about press now. Yeah. Uh-huh. James, it's now me, not you. No. <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> join, yes. the, join the club. Wicked A! Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. You can subscribe to the Wicked Anime Podcast via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like, and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime on all your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.